Hello, welcome to another episode or webisode of Paswale Speaks on Family Life. Um, today, my topic is why premarital counseling is vital. Why premarital counseling is vital. Um, the first, the first point I'd like to make is that marriages where the couple have completed premarital counseling are less prone to failure than when they had not. And this is just statistics um, where the couple have gone through premarital counseling. The marriage is more likely to succeed than it is if they didn't. Okay. In a sense, all our life, especially as children, we are pre being prepared for marriage. Some of it good preparation, some of it bad preparation, some of it unhealthy preparation, some of it uh, can be um, unhelpful. Uh, so life teaches um, children, this is right from when you're a child, that one day you're going to be married. One day you're going to be married. And sometimes it's great. It's great um, and other times it's it's unhealthy and un, unhelpful um, welcome Lillian um, Adibola to to this webisode um, I'm talking about why premarital counseling is vital for every couple um, now premarital counseling amongst other things will help you unlearn will help you unlearn some of the things that were unhealthy, some of the unhealthy mindsets that have made um, that, that you have developed about marriage. Um, you know, it, 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 it's practical, and we all have preconceived notions about about our expectations of marriage. And if, if as we go through premarital counseling, it helps us unlearn many of the things that we had learned um, through our growing up. Um, you know. Uh, for instance, in many cultures, um, the wife doesn't doesn't speak. She only speaks when she's spoken to. Now that that is, if you've grown up in such an environment, it's going to take on learning to 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 be able to have a healthy uh, marriage. Um, the first matter the couples must deal with is health. It's health, um, and and I'm going to explain this. Um, you know, you, you do um, say um, as part of the marriage vows uh, in, for better, for poorer, for, uh, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health. But health is an important issue. And, and, and this is what I mean by that. Um, issues such as HIV, they need to be settled. Um, you know, it's important to, to, to be able to satisfy each other. That you did not um, become HIV, you're not HIV positive, etc. Sickle cell, sickle cell anemia. Um, I, I think that the there could be a lot of pain if you both are, let's say, ASs. You have a 25% chance of having a child that is SS, and um, that could be very, very painful. Let me take a moment to welcome Ibironke Buraima and Shola Adibao for joining us. Welcome to this episode where I'm talking about why 
premarital counseling is vital. And those of you that are married that are watching this, please counsel those young people that you know that are thinking of getting married as, uh, married as to why it's vital for them to do premarital counseling. So we're dealing with health issues. Uh, and <clears throat> a good counselor will make sure that you have both done blood tests before your marriage so that if there is an issue even if you decide to go ahead by faith um, fine but you both know about it it's it's being done in agreement can two walk together if they are, are, are not agreed no so so accept you agreed so get the information out there get the the evidence out there so that you can um, um, deal with it now something like HIV is not a, a death sentence anymore it was probably in the 70s when it was first discovered but but today you can get over it there, there, there are cocktails of drugs and I in fact I, I know a couple who married recently where the, the wife is HIV positive but she's been on cocktails and, and, and they can avoid him ever becoming HIV positive and they can have children that will not necessarily uh, be HIV positive as well so so get the health issues out of the way get deal with the the sickle cell HIV positive and nowadays one has to look at the hepatitis B and C as well you, you know get those issues out of the way um, I, I, I've, I've come across couples where the, the the lady had had a hysterectomy which means that except for miracle and I believe in miracles it would not be possible to have a child okay now that is pretty critical information and if it is withheld from the her fiance then it, it probably probably legally will will create grounds for divorce but certainly it's deception um, it's deception and um, so so those issues ought to be aired they ought to be brought to the fore also um, uh, now it's important also during counseling to identify each other's strengths and weaknesses and concentrate on the areas that you know you need work on so so um, we, we do a, a test and, and, and quite a few counselors probably apply this method they, they do a questionnaire and the couple will independently answer the same questions and then the questions are analyzed to determine what areas they, they, they are strong in, what areas they, 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 they tend to be of the same uh, 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 mindset or mind and the areas where they need to work on, where they need to expose, where the differences need to be exposed so they can talk about them and, and deal with them. Um, so it's important to be able to determine the strengths and weaknesses of a couple. Um, now, counseling affords the couple the opportunity to know more about each other and to evaluate what they already know. They're going to discover each other's qualities and their responsibilities, their, their re responses to each other's moods. So, you won't know everything about your, your, your spouse about, or about your intended uh, spouse. You won't know everything about them just from courting. There are going to have to be times when, through counseling,
questions will be asked and you will be able to you'll get to know more about the person that you've you've been you've been dating um, what what I tend to do is to say to couples don't fix the wedding date don't tell your friends don't tell family yet that you 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 you've you pre preparing to get married uh, because in counseling you may discover something about your intended that that puts you off the idea of marriage and if you've told everybody and everybody is uh, anticipating the wedding then there's a very strong likelihood that they will pressure you into going on with a marriage that you're not a hundred percent happy to go into so um, during the counseling maybe about halfway through the counseling it becomes quite obvious whether you're really suited and, and only on one or two occasions have we had to say we don't think you guys should get married because we don't think that it's going to work um, and um, on one of them uh, they went ahead and got married and it didn't work uh, so um, uh, but one hopes that it would okay so so counseling is going to give you the opportunity to get to know more about each other and, and what you will learn will not necessarily be only the positive stuff you will get to know some of the stuff that that probably has been kept back I mean not, not concealed but hasn't been put to the fore uh, as you've been courting okay you discover the qualities I mean the first thing people are attracted to are the qualities the things they like about one another and so obviously they're going to be things that you don't like about one another that's an inevitability it's going to happen okay now couples may differ in their confidence to raise issues with one another and one partner may bottle up their issues while the other speaks freely about theirs um, so so here here is something one finds quite common that you have an issue and you, you you bottle it up you don't talk about it you just think well I'll go through this he'll um, change or she'll change and the other partner is very free to say look I don't like this um, so when you have that sort of situation you need to we need to be able to through counseling get you to to see why it's important not to bottle stuff up why it's important to talk about it and why it's important to develop a way in which you can talk about it um, um, and, and so on so if you're if you're a bottler upper um, then then through premarital counseling um, you will see why it's important not to bottle up all the time but rather to to to, to speak openly welcome Felix Adeyemi um, I guess that's you coming all the way from South Africa you're welcome um, to to this webisode talking about the the reasons that premarital counseling is vital okay now premarital counseling also helps couples discover their level of confidence or their level of commitment to one another in the marriage or they're in their relationship okay um, they, they discover the level of commitment that they have to the relationship and, and you know sometimes it's a blow for some people to discover that 
Um, they're very committed to relationship, but, but from the way their, their partner is talking, it seems they're not very committed to the relationship themselves. Um, so, so it's important to know how far each of you is prepared to go to fulfill the other's needs. And, and this will, this will, this is commitment. This is commitment, okay. Um, incidents of abuse in earlier life can be very traumatic. Um, many people, far more people than we, we imagine have been abused in one way or the other in, in their earlier life, in earlier relationships, particularly very often in the home. And this abuse is going to become a threat to the marriage because we carry the scars of abuse without actually seeing them. Um, they're there, they're always there, they're just below the surface a lot of the time and something can trigger them and bring them to the fore. So, um, abuse, and, 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 and I'll give you an instance. Um, we counseled a couple who um, were very, very, apparently very much in love. They, they seemed very much suited to one another, but there had been abuse. The gentleman had been abused by an aunt or aunties from the age of seven. He'd been sexually abused by aunties, and this went on till he was about 14. Um, and after it stopped, uh, and it did stop, the scars were still there, and um, it, it, he didn't know that they were there. He thought he'd gotten over it, it had stopped and he thought that was it. But then he got married. And any time his wife made any, um, um, I don't want to say sexual moves, any time she touched him, he would, he would, he would uh, freeze. And it was the relics of the abuse that made him freeze. But to her, he wasn't, he didn't, he didn't want, uh, he didn't really want her. There was a problem with their chemistry, etc., etc. So she was making a whole load of um, uh, mountains out of out of his reactions, and he didn't even realize that he was sending off those signals with his reactions. As soon as they discovered what it was, as soon as the the fact of the abuse was unearthed, healing began. So, so um, many kinds of abuse. Um, one one man um, would wake up every morning and verbally abuse his wife. It was always in the morning. And, and uh, through counseling, they discovered that the abuse took place uh, after his wife had come out of the bathroom and then he had gone in. Um, so, she, you know, it was, he'd come out of the bathroom raining a torrent of abuse. And so the counselor was able to isolate the wash hand basin. That was where he, the abuse got triggered. And how did it get triggered? When he looked at the toothpaste. When he was growing up, his father would beat the children. His father beat him, beat his siblings, whenever they squeezed the toothpaste in the middle. And so he carried this baggage from his home. And, and whenever he saw the tube of toothpaste was squeezed in the middle, it just triggered um, animosity, if you like, towards his wife, wife. And he just came out with verbal abuse. So, so abuse in many forms is one of the things that a counselor will probe for during premarital counseling. And, and where you do find incidents of abuse, it can be very useful in preparing the couple for the future.
Problems with alcohol and drug abuse can also lay a foundation for a problem later on in marriage. Premarital counseling can pick the problem up. You know, um, you probably know your fiance to a degree and would spot that this person gets drunk quite easily or this person gets high or whatever it is, but you do not recognize that it has now become a, a, an addiction and it can quickly become an addiction. You don't want to carry any addictions into your marriage. So um, once that is discovered in, in a premarital counseling session, there is an opportunity to actually take remedial action to get the, the, the person who's got the problem to, to have it resolved, and then you have a choice. If the person refuses to have it resolved, you have a choice as to whether you want to go ahead with the marriage or not. So, so alcohol, drug abuse can also be uh, uh, lay a foundation for problems in the future. Then how, how ready are a couple to share their feelings with each other? How ready are a couple to share their feelings with, with each other? Um, yeah, people, people very often find it difficult to share their innermost feelings with other people. But when you are getting, when you're about to get married, you've got to be able to, to share your, your most, your deepest uh, ambitions with your partner. And if, if you can't share your feelings with your partner, then work has to be done on that area. How do you get to to share your feelings, maybe the, this can be strengthened in the, in the place of premarital counseling. In premarital counseling, a couple can also be, be helped to develop their own conflict resolution mechanism. It's important that everybody has a mechanism for resolving conflicts, that every couple have a mechanism, because one of the worst things you can do is to go to a third party to resolve a problem. It's no longer within the two of you. It is now um, outside, and, and you need to be able to, to have that mechanism. Uh, one simple mechanism that I learned about many years ago was that this couple had resolved on their wedding day that they would never back each other in bed when they go to bed at night. They would always face each other. Um, that's how they would sleep and, and it's pretty difficult to sleep facing somebody you're angry with and not talking about it. So that was their, their mechanism, just face each other as they go to sleep. Um, so premarital counseling can help a couple develop their uh, conflict resolution mechanism. Okay. A partner's habits and behavior can often irritate their partner. Counseling helps to work out their way around offensive habits and behavior. So we, we are, some people bite their fingernails. Um, uh, some people, and now this is, this is one that very few people have a solution for, snore. Um, I, I wouldn't class snorers, snoring as a habit, but um, there, there will be habits, there will be behavior, behaviors that are irritating to the other part, the party. And you probably don't realize that because all the people that, that lived around you in the past, they came to terms with it, they accepted it, 
and so you found it fine. Um, but through premarital counseling, um, you, we can begin to work away around those offensive habits and behaviors. And, and just to understand, just understanding that by continuing with a particular habit, you are, you are irritating your partner, uh, can help set you on the road to setting things right. Okay. Um, now, counseling would be meaningless if it didn't deal with financial issues. Uh, about how uh, couples could prepare themselves for financial issues. I mean, financial issues arise in marriage not necessarily because of the lack of money. I think the lack of money is probably pretty way down the list. It is the priorities that you, that you de determine to do with the money that you actually do have. Those are where the problems start because you will have different priorities. You have to harmonize them. So we talk about money when we go do um, premarital counseling so that couples are prepared for the fact that, that issues will arise, issues will arise, and then they have to, to be able to handle them when they come. Um, now, one challenge of marriage is couples living separate lives. So it helps when couples can share some leisure activities together. Um, yeah, it, 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 marriage can, can become monotonous, where you get up in the morning, you go to work, uh, you spend the whole day at work, you come back in the evening, you're tired, um, eventually you find yourself in bed only to get up the next morning, and it just goes on and on, day in, day out. You know, um, everybody needs recreation, and it's also helpful if couples can share some leisure activities together. So in, 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 in premarital counseling, we'll be talking about leisure, what you do for leisure, how you can find something that you both enjoy in common to do as well as pursue your uh, separate um, leisure activities. So another thing that will be talked about during premarital counseling is sexual expectations. Sexual ex expectations. And... Um, this is important because if you have different expectations, your expectations may be disappointed, and if they are, it puts pressure on the relationship. So another area that is often uh, talked about during premarital counseling is sexual expectations. And, and I find this is invaluable for couples. They, they really need um, to, have a, to, to, to bring this into their discussion. Um, now, again, what place the family play in the marriage, family and friends, how much can they be allowed to intrude into the, the affairs in the marriage, at what point do you check their excesses, and all these are generally dealt with in premarital counseling, you're able to talk about, about how to handle in-laws, um, how to handle out-laws, um, um, how to deal with friends. Friends who, who could walk into your bedroom without knocking on the door, uh, all of a sudden now you're married and they can't do that anymore. And, and they need to be told because some of them still see you as they saw you um, before you got married. So, so that's, that's something that, that we talk about during premarital counseling. Um, premarital counseling will also seek to resolve issues of the roles that each person plays in the relationship. This, 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 um, most people have a preconceived 
notion of what role the man plays in marriage, what role the woman plays in the marriage, what is the husband's responsibilities, what is the wife's responsibility. Um, and it's important to be able to, to understand each other's viewpoints. And we also will try and, and put a biblical viewpoint across so that you also have some inkling of what God's perspective is as to your roles in marriage. But where, where people have a misconception of the roles that they play in marriage, trouble is lurking around the corner. Okay. Um, spiritual Spirituality and spiritual beliefs are also crucial to achieving harmony in a couple's relationship. And, and you know, as I say this, it's important for us to realize that, that we, we're seeing people marrying across faiths, uh, from one faith to another. Um, so um, questions have to be resolved. I mean, the Bible says, do not be unequally yoked. Uh, and, and I think that means that you have to, to uh, you shouldn't end up marrying somebody from, who has a totally different spiritual uh, uh, viewpoint. Having said that, um, um, I, I think it's important that, that uh, decisions are made about the faith in which you will raise your children, um, if you both have different faiths, um, and so on. Um, those, are, those are things that need to be decided, otherwise they will become issues in the future. And when they do become issues, um, they could be detrimental to the marriage. Um, also, even within the same faith, there are, for instance, different denominations within Christianity. And sometimes there could be conflict because one belongs to a different denomination de 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 than their spouse. Um, so that, that's something that um, um, will be talked about. Uh, and that has to, these are things that have to be resolved in the premarital uh, uh, stage. And then finally today, let me talk about the fact that um, parenting, by the grace of God, as many people as are getting married, planning to get married, and want to have children, um, uh, will have the children by the grace of God. And I pray, I pray that you will have children when you want them and the number of children you want. However, parenting is, is very critical to, to preparing your child to fulfill destiny, preparing your child to live a successful life. Um, and so we do need to talk about uh, a bit about parenting and prepare the couple because you get married and before you know it, the children have come. Um, and, and you're no longer you're no longer just a husband and wife living under one roof. You now have a child and their children, and they they can take the focus off each other because you get you get so busy, so so embroiled in in raising the children that you you may lose focus on each other's needs. So it's important to talk about parenting and what parents must continue to do. That is. Um, today's episode uh, I, I, I do um, ask you post this repost this uh, after after you've watched it uh, because I think it is really invaluable for couples to receive premarital counseling so I want you to send to as many as your of your single uh, um, acquaintances as, as possible uh, so that 
they won't make the mistake of not going in for premarital counseling. Um, that's been, it's been wonderful this week. I trust it's been a good week for you. Um, by the grace of God, I'll be back again next week, Tuesday at 4 p.m. with another episode. Um, until then, I, I say stay blessed. Have a wonderful weekend. Bye.